Coming up next, an FCA News Update on Foxborough Cable Access. This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. A Rentham woman was killed early Sunday morning on Interstate 95 North in Walpole after she drove her vehicle off the road, striking a section of guardrail and then rolled over. Foxborough State Police reported that 44-year-old Sarah F. Kaufman of Rentham, who was driving a 2017 Ford Escape, was declared dead at the scene. The crash occurred at approximately 3 a.m., and the two left lanes of I-95 North were closed for nearly three hours, while responders cleared the crash. The cause of the crash is still under investigation by state police, the Walpole Fire Department, the State Department of Transportation, and the state chief medical examiner, who all assisted at the scene. A federal grand jury in Nebraska has indicted a Mansfield man, Timothy Columbari, on allegations that he interfered with a flight attendant on a Southwest Airlines flight, causing the plane's pilot to make an unscheduled landing in Omaha. U.S. District Court records say that Columbari is charged with interference with the attendant on a Southwest Airlines Boeing 737 passenger jet that had just taken off from St. Louis on March 19th of 2017 and was headed for Seattle. A spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Omaha, Mike Norris, declined on Friday to provide specifics on what Columbari is alleged to have done. An Omaha court hearing is scheduled for May 16th. A rookie Attleboro firefighter, 31-year-old Glenn Hartman pleaded innocent in Attleboro District Court to domestic assault and battery, assault and battery by means of a dangerous weapon, and strangulation related to an alleged assault on his wife, Megan. Attleboro District Court Judge Daniel Dillerati deemed Hartman a danger but found there were conditions for his release, including a GPS monitoring bracelet that would assure the safety of Hartman's wife and the public. Glenn Hartman, a firefighter for about a year, had no criminal record, was released on $500 cash bail with conditions that he continue mental health counseling, obey a restraining order obtained by his wife, and refrain from using alcohol or drugs. Hartman was also ordered to stay away from their continental drive home and remain in his father's custody. A dispute erupted on Wednesday, April 10th, during the final advisory board meeting prior to the Foxborough Town meeting between advisory board chairwoman Susan Dring and Foxborough Town manager William Keegan. The dispute followed a series of procedural votes on town meeting warrant articles. 
a week after advisory members finalized a recommendation that voters should vote to reduce the proposed 2020 operating budget by a half a million dollars. Keegan said the advisory board had overstepped by modifying a proposed budget that had already been endorsed by selectmen. Dring responded to Keegan saying, We are an independent board and we don't need permission from you to make an independent recommendation. Keegan then said, If you recommend something different from the selectmen and the town manager, we should at least have a conversation. Dring then said, We'll have that conversation in front of the voters at the May 13th town meeting. Coming up, more on the fiscal budget controversy. That story is next. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. (sighs) We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Differing opinions of what should be funded and the Foxborough Fiscal 2020 budget were discussed again at last week's Board of Selectmen's meeting when Chairwoman Susan Dring appeared in front of the board and Town Manager William Keegan. At that meeting, Dring defended the decision of the advisory board to cut approximately $500,000 from the proposed $79 million budget. Dring said the advisory board recommendations reflected three primary areas of concern. Unease over the town's rainy day fund, the effect on newly created positions on pension and health care costs, and the upward trend of employee salaries. Dring also reiterated the advisory committee's function as an independent fact-finding panel charged with reviewing the town meeting warrant and again suggested advisory members had felt pressured to adopt the party line when it came to the budget. Dring said, we should be able to bring differences of opinion to town meeting voters because we're spending $79 million of their money. A Foxborough woman has been named to a state executive job. Foxborough resident Angela Davis is the state's new assistant undersecretary of law enforcement and criminal justice. Davis, who was appointed by Governor Charlie Baker, formerly served as executive director of grants and research for the Executive Office of Public Safety and Security. Working closely with the U.S. Attorney's Office, the Department of Justice, and law enforcement officials. In her previous role, Davis was combating gang activity 
the opioid epidemic, sexual violence, highway safety, and homeland security. Davis, a Foxborough native, lives with her husband and two teenage sons. And finally, millennials have more communications tools at their fingertips than any other generation before them. But research shows they're interacting less with traditional religions. According to a poll by the Pew Research Center, Massachusetts is one of the least religious states in the nation. That's a big turnaround from the state settled by pilgrims and Puritans 400 years ago. Out of 50 states, Massachusetts had the lowest percentage of adults who believe in God, 40%, followed by Vermont at 41%, New Hampshire at 43%, and Maine at 48%. By contrast, the top five states for believers is Alabama at 82%, followed by Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, and West Virginia. Ryan Bell, the National Organizing Manager for the Secular Alliance, which was founded in 2000, said the Christian Church's resistance to scientific discoveries around the origins of the universe, the evolution of life on Earth, the treatment of women, and LGBTQ people, and the recent discovery of severe sexual abuse in the churches are also driving the exodus from organized religion. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine. And now, back to your favorite songs from four decades of music on Foxborough Cable Access.